I was telling Mukta this earlier or yesterday, and I just wanted to start today's episode by saying that I have been listening to Taylor Swift's Midnight's album literally nonstop since I first talked about it here um, a few episodes ago. And I can now admit that I spoke too soon. I should have never said anything bad or said anything like, it's not that special. (laughs) Um, Because, Taylor, you are a musical genius, and thank you for blessing our ears every day. Uh, But yes, I love Midnight's. Disregard anything I've said in the past here. Um, But yeah, now with that out of the way... We welcome you to Rush Hour. This is Rush Hour. And I'm Nicole. And I'm Mukta. Um, we have a few, few news stories, mm-hmm. starting off with Ukraine, which we haven't talked about in a, in a little bit. Um, but Ukraine has been making some big gains recently. The city of Kherson in the south of Ukraine was Russia's biggest gain in the invasion in, like, the entire invasion since they started it in February. And because it's the only regional capital that they had been able to capture. But Russia first announced that they were going to pull out of the area on Wednesday. And so Ukrainian officials were a little skeptical. They thought it could possibly be a trap. Um, However, now they have reportedly reclaimed... Oh gosh, a city I cannot pronounce. (laughs) uh, Snih... Snehurivka. It looks like it would be Snehurivka. Sounds like a person I know. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> um, well, they've claimed a massive um, city 50 kilometers or 30 miles to the north of Kherson, as well as they've ad- advanced on multiple fronts near Kherson as much as 7 kilometers in certain areas. So they're definitely advancing. They're definitely taking back a lot of land that they have previously lost. And then on Wednesday, Moscow said that it was no longer able to supply their troops in the Kherson area, and soldiers are beginning to leave. So the process could take a few weeks for them all to leave that area, but um, it is looking like their announcement was true and was not a trap. And in that case, that is really, really big for Ukraine. Yeah, that's interesting that they, pub- that was like a public statement too, because I feel like wouldn't their pride be a little bit hurt by saying that their troops had to move yeah, out? Yeah, I, okay, I, in the stuff that I saw on this, I couldn't tell if Putin was like part of the announcement, uh-huh. or obviously he had to be part of the decision, I guess, because yeah. he's like the leader of the country, but... I'm not sure how involved he was with the actual announcement, but obviously if they're going to, they can't supply their troops there, they know that they're going to have to move out. They're going to have to make some announcement of it. So, yeah. But yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, sticking with the political a little bit, sorry, political side of things a little bit, but also in the United States itself, uh, as a lot of you know, Midterm election ballots were actually, well, in Washington, they were due by 8 p.m. PST um, on Tuesday. And I know uh, me, my parents, my sister, my grandpa, we were all going to a movie. So right before we went, we dropped by the 
the little I don't want to call it a box, but it, it is kind of just a box. Oh, the ballot box? Yeah, the ballot box, and we dropped off our ballot, and then we went, because I know my parents got their citizenship, t- okay, t- maybe it's been two years now, maybe three, but uh, not that long ago, and I think it took them, like, seven years, like, application oh, wow. process-wise to be able to, like, get considered, so... And now they're really happy that they get to have a say in some of these decisions. And I think that's true for a lot of people, especially with some of the candidates that are present. Uh, One of the candidates that's brought, like, a lot of controversy, uh, you might know her. Her name is Tiffany Smiley. And she is the—she's a Republican candidate uh, for the midterm elections. And I—one of the main reasons she brings a lot of controversy is because of her pro-life agenda, which— you're either for or you're against. And her, like, main political statement is, like, I'm trying to bring back the American dream. And I think people find it kind of ironic because the American dream has, like, freedom is a big part of it. But when you're pro-life, it's not very free. So it's... Yeah, it's it's just ironic, and a lot of people strongly disagree with her. And in Washington, for like the Washington votes, the state of Washington, um, she conceded to Patty Murray, which is who's running for uh, the Democratic side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Patty Murray has officially won for Washington, and for the rest of the country, the race is still ongoing with the Democratic Party with. Um, 46 seats and the Republican Party with 48 seats. I think there's live coverage going on uh, right now. Um, but yeah, I think this year it shows that all 435 seats of the U.S. House of Representatives and 35 of the 100 seats in the U.S. Senate were contested. So there's probably going to be a lot of new candidates um, who end up winning the election. And, yeah. Another thing with this that I've heard in the news is that DeSantis won in Florida. He was their uh, Republican candidate for—oh, I forget if it was the House or the Senate. I should probably know this. (laughs) But um, he won, and a lot of um, sources that are close to him, a lot of sources have come out and said that he is thinking about— uh, running for presidency in the next in the 2024 election. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, it is obviously he's really big and he's been backed by Donald Trump for his entire running. But now he is turning if he is going to run as um, Republican in the next election, he is probably going to be. Trump's biggest competitor. And that's that's interesting actually. <laughs> yeah. Trump also he will he backed a lot of Republicans throughout the country that were really running on his values and a lot of his beliefs and they did not win and take over as much as they were expecting. Um I'm I I forget if it was like because people are looking less towards his values or something. But uh, just because he put a lot of these different candidates that, like, wouldn't have necessarily been there if it wasn't for him, 
since they're not winning, a lot of people are like, a lot of Republicans are thinking that Trump may be having some backlash on their on their party. Like his his ideas and the people that he puts forward aren't really making a difference. So with all of that, if the if the Republicans don't take over as much as they thought they were going to, mm-hmm. then people might be looking less towards Trump in the next election and more towards DeSantis. So he may be, um, he may be, Trump may be announcing his running for the 2024 presidency as little as like next week. Wow. Yeah. Because he is feeling really threatened now, now that Mm -hmm. he has a big competition like this. Yeah. So we'll also have to see where that goes. Uh, And it's interesting. A lot of people think that there would be a very different if Biden were to run again or really any other Democrat. There's a big difference in like if people think that they could win against Trump versus if they could win against DeSantis. It might be a much Mm. bigger. Yeah. um, Very. Or much it might very much more that the outcome. So that'll definitely be something to look out for in politics in the next two years before the twenty twenty four. Yeah, and it I don't know, it it seems like for the midterms at least, Republicans aren't falling behind Democrats. They never historically they never really have fallen behind. Yeah. Um they might even be doing better and Trump just, among all this, like, him coming out with statements saying, oh, I could start, like, my decisions for presidency next week, I think it just causes, like, more, more, um, like, it, it would cause, oh, I'm losing words right now, like, I cannot think, um, like an uproar almost for, oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. I feel like we really need to focus on these midterm elections right now. These yeah. are really big. It's really, it's going to, um, it could possibly change the House, the Senate a lot for the next few years. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to be focusing on that. And I, if he does start to campaign next week or really soon, that's taking away from a lot of what we need to be focusing on right mm, now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Again, oh, I'm not that into politics. I don't follow it that closely. So (laughs) I don't have that much opinion on especially like these midterms and uh, people like in the House and the Senate because I'm just not knowledgeable enough. (laughs) um, That is that. That is what we know and the opinions we do have on these elections. Something that's been reoccurring in the news that's not politics related, uh, Twitter and Musk's Elon Musk's sort of like takeover of Twitter. And we talked about this in one of the earlier episodes as well. But it seems like things aren't going too well. And the employees themselves never really wanted Elon Musk to actually buy Twitter and start taking control because two Twitter executives resign um, and... Twitter's, like, Elon Musk's control over Twitter right now is, was considered a chaotic run, which is not too great to hear. It's a little concerning, actually. 
sure. yeah, and there's been a lot of like people faking famous ac- accounts and getting verified. Oh, so that's another concern because uh, Elon Musk did ch- change some of like the policies, uh, like the banning policy, which we uh, we talked about this before, but um, which people were concerned about because Kanye West got banned for reasons that he probably should have got banned for and they're there for a reason um but yeah it's just not going too well and there we also mentioned that they were going private so it seems like there's a lot of twitter is just undetermined right now so yeah yeah i think there's a reason he he tried to back out of the deal in the first place he yeah, didn't realize that's true <laughs> yeah um moving on to our last big story of the day, which is actually a pretty exciting and interesting story, in my opinion. On Tuesday, the $2.04 billion Powerball jackpot was won. And it's the biggest wow. yeah, it's the biggest lottery prize in history. For for good reason, two point oh four billion dollars. That's, That's enough to set you for life. Oh, a lot less would be enough to set you for life. Um, But the winning ticket was bought at Joe's Service Center in Altadena, California, which is near like Pasadena. So if you Uh live, if you're listening to this and you live near Pasadena, California, um, or have been near like around Tuesday, it's quite possibly like it could have been you if you had just gone to Joe's Service Center. (laughs) So... Yeah, sorry about that if you were close to winning but didn't. Um, But Joe, the store owner who immigrated from Syria in the 80s, uh, also got a bonus of a million dollars just for selling the winning ticket. That is crazy. These jackpots are, like, so strange. I don't even know how they exist. Um, But obviously we'll probably never know who actually won, won the actual ticket for... Also for good reason. They yeah. like the people they know probably won't even know. Yeah, they they start going after those people. Yeah, um, scams and stuff. It, exactly. It's just overwhelming for the people. And even just letting people you know but aren't really close to, like if they're not like really close family, if you give the information to the wrong people, they're gonna come to you for cash, asking you for favors and stuff all the time. Yeah. So. And targeting you for, like, all sorts of stuff. So mm-hmm. we probably, I hope we never know. I hope they never put themselves out there. That would be a really That'd bad idea. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that is one of the big stories. And I was just wondering, Amukta, what would you do if you won the lottery? There's first, I, okay. <laughs> you can either get a full, like, the full prize distributed over 29 years so each That's year, oddly specific. Each year, well, well yeah, <laughs> for, I I saw twenty nine on some websites and thirty on others. Okay, but at least for Powerball, like the government will send you a check every year for like twenty nine years, and you'll get the full prize, or you can get a lump sum, mm-hmm. which in this case it was something like nine hundred seventy eight million dollars. Uh-huh. So it like took a hundred million dollars off, but you get it all at one at once. What? <laughs> I'm so, I'm so confused. Like you either get all of it over 29 years or you just get like some of it all together. Some of it now. Some of it now. What what about the rest? It just 
it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't happen because Whoa, because you okay. can, you're getting it all like at once. Oh, is that to like make sure he get doesn't get too powerful or something? I'm not. I actually don't know. I think I guess like uh, spreading it over multiple years is just make sure you're using it respond. Although I did the math and if you divide 2.04 billion by 29 that's like 68 million a year obviously there's tax so it like takes off like half of that Uh in tax but oh wow (laughs) there's a lot of tax in this stuff but you would still tax on a lottery prize that's a little sad yeah (laughs) but if you're winning it big it doesn't really matter yeah i think since i'm 15 i would definitely take the whole thing over 29 years yeah and i'd be set for life it depends if this guy is like say 70 i don't yeah exactly if you're like older then you definitely want to take the lump sum also if you're like in debt right now or having a lot of financial struggles and you like really need money right now that's why i doubt 68 million wouldn't be enough to pay off your debt though because like what it it's still over 29 years can you really have a debt of more than exactly well this is like two, over 2 billion this <laughs> like this doesn't happen very often uh-huh. so i would definitely say this person should definitely like distribute it and take yeah. the whole thing but for other prizes that are a little bit less then you decide like if you're in debt or like need the money right then but yeah i would if okay i definitely wouldn't tell anybody <laughs> If I won, I would take it, I would distribute it and get the full prize. And then I would, well, I wouldn't tell anybody, but I would definitely buy like a really nice mansion, some really nice stuff. (laughs) And people would just get the hint. Yeah, see, there is no way of hiding it. Like they would find out. Like you're not going to be secretive about how you spend your money. Like if I get like a hundred million dollars, I'm not going to like not do anything with it in fear of that someone's gonna find out i'm gonna exactly start, well i guess the yeah. people that are really close to you that are gonna like that are in your life and know what your house looks like and whatever they are going to know but yeah. i feel like you should trust them enough enough mm-hmm. and also you should like them enough that you would be willing to help them with yeah. the money if they needed it but I don't know. I think that winning the lottery, it's like a one in 200 million chance, but it's pretty insane. I like can't contemplate getting two billion in a day. Right? Your life just like <laughs> flips around. Exactly. Completely. But yeah, that is our big news. And now to finish up the news for today, we have some speed news stories really quick because we're running out of time. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, the U.S. Justice Department seized 50,000 Bitcoin, (laughs) going with the theme of money. Um, They were once worth over $3 billion, I think exactly a year ago today. Uh They would be worth over $3 billion. From a Georgia man who pleaded guilty to stealing the cryptocurrency from the Silk Road market in 2012. Today, one Bitcoin is worth about $17,036, but on November 12th last year, one coin was worth 64400 Oh, my God. So having 50,000 of those is definitely, it was like 3 billion, 100 million, whatever. Wow. So, yeah. But now he doesn't have anything because he That's stole it. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, next is that the ha- the Houston Astros beat the Philadelphia Phillies, Philadelphia Phillies, um, four to one on Saturday to win the twenty twenty two World Series. Boo Astros and. I'm not a baseball fan, but I kind of agree with this, and I think everybody else would ever since the Astros and the Mariners had their little game. The Astros also cheated. Oh, they did? In 2017 and 2018, they went through this huge cheating scandal where they set up up cameras to um, see, like, catchers give signals to the pitchers to tell them, like, what kind of pitch to throw, Uh because you can throw different pitches to, like, so the batter doesn't know what you're giving and it'll make it harder for them. Yeah. So they set up a camera in the outfield and they had they were like looking and they figured out the other team's signs and would look at their signs and then it would go back to the dugout and then players would take bats and like hit them on trash cans and like make noise to let the batter know if it was going to be like a fastball pitch or if it was going to be a curveball or whatever was going to happen oh so they would God. anticipate it. And it worked out for them, and that's why, like, it was so big when they figured out it was cheating, because they had been doing so well with it. But, yeah. They're not cheating anymore, but nobody likes them still. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, Moving on. On Sunday, a passenger plane missed the runway and crashed into Lake Victoria in Tanzania, which killed 19 passengers on the plane. Well, um, next, Alex Jones had been ordered to pay $473 million more to Sandy Hook families, bringing the total judgment against him to $1.44 billion. Yes. Uh, Well-deserved, but also kind of difficult to pay that kind of amount off. Well, yeah, I looked up his net worth, and apparently it's only like $10 million. <laughs> So he's definitely okay. um, he's gonna struggle bankrupt for life. Yeah, maybe some family debt there. Yeah, and also, yeah, he's, I don't even know. I, I can't even comment more on that. We uh, we already did a little segment a few um, a few episodes ago. Now we have, again, one last segment. I, I went around asking people what their unpopular opinions were, and we have a little compilation of all of that, so let's hear it. My unpopular opinion is that we should normalize bullying. Bullying grows character. Every single person who's been bullied as a child is more empathetic as a person. So I think we should get rid of bring back bullying. Outlet is pronounced outlet and not outlet. My unpopular opinion is that Twilight is the best movie. This series, it's so good. And Team Edward, Team Edward. Harry Potter and Twilight are both just kind of stupid. Like, why are you watching movies about, like, elves? Black licorice is actually not that bad. I think pineapple is awesome on pizza. Not just Hawaiian pizza, but any pizza is better with pineapple. Peanut butter is the worst, and anybody who thinks otherwise is a card-carrying member of the Okay, I have a, a rather unpopular opinion. I like big weather. Um, I love a big windstorm. I love a big snowstorm. I even don't mind a heat wave because I've got an air conditioner in my house. For some reason, extreme weather appeals to me. Now, I know it's dangerous. You know, I don't want it too big. I don't want my house washing away or anything, but big weather events excite me. A lot of questions. <laughs> that one is, I, I definitely went into that thinking that everybody was just going to respond, oh, pineapple on pizza, like, 
Natalie said, or just some basic unpopular opinions that everybody uh-huh. thinks of. But I had like not heard half of those. Yeah, that's some really. Those are some really interesting opinions. I actually. loved Grace's "Bring Back Bowling." Mm-hmm. I thought that was very unique. Sorry. And actually, I I kind of I okay. I don't think bullying is good, but I agreed with her statement saying that everybody that was bullied as a kid, like they're always like the nicest people when they're older. That's true. Yeah. So not. But they don't, like, deserve what happened to them. So I don't know if I really believe in bringing I'm, I'm not going to comment on that because that's very controversial. And I, I was a little shocked. Like, started off right with bullying should be a thing. Really, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then also peanut butter. I didn't know I didn't know you could feel so strongly about yeah, peanut butter. Yeah, I, I, I physically, so like, blew backwards. I was like, whoa, <laughs> okay. There's definitely some strong opinions there. Mm-hmm. Um, Amukta, do you have any unpopular opinions yourself? I think Natalie sparked some good, a good unpopular opinion because a lot of people think that pineapple isn't good on pizza, but it's actually delicious. Nicole, are I, you a non-believer? No, I love pineapple. Okay, good. I, I looked at your expression and I was like, oh my god, no. But yeah, it's really good, and I'm not sure. Like, pe- some people aren't just aren't willing to try it. I think. I think people just don't like it because the media tells them to not like it. I Do think, they? yeah. Okay. I don't think that's interesting. Like nobody, when you say I don't like, ugh, you like pineapple on pizza. I could never eat pineapple on pizza. Mm-hmm. They they've either tried it and secretly liked it, or they've just never tried it before. But nobody. Like, I feel like they just go onto social media. Everybody is everybody on social media is like, ew, pineapple and pizza is so gross. And then they just pick that side. Oh, you know, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I do like pineapple and pizza. <laughs> One of my unpopular opinions is that I think crumble cookie is, like, really overrated. overrated. <gasps> okay. And everybody loves them. Okay, don't get me wrong. If you hand me a crumble cookie, of course I'm going to eat it. It's a cookie. Depending <laughs> on Okay, the pink frosting one, I actually cannot like get down. I cannot even like swallow that, but <laughs> if you hand me a crumble cookie, I'll eat it. But I don't think they're worth like as much as like pretty, they are. Yeah. They're pretty pricey. They're really pricey, and they're not worth that much money, and I don't think they're worth this much popularity. I would have to agree with you partially, but they also are delicious sometimes. But they are good. Yeah. But there's just stuff that are better. Yeah. Like the cookies and the cafeteria. Those are really good. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) That's kind of a rude comparison. (laughs) I may not agree with that. The cookies are good. They're not, like, professionally good. But, um, yeah. That's, I'm, I have... I have strong opinions about food. I think I think that's a big one. Like black licorice. I hate black licorice. Me I know too. Annabelle said I it was good. I cannot stand it. She said that after I said I don't like black licorice. Really? <laughs> yeah, because oh. she was doing her interview thing. Yeah. Oh. Oh right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could never get behind black licorice. I have very strong opinions about food. Less about other stuff, but. <laughs> Yeah, that is um, some unpopular opinions here at MIHS, and that was our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed. Um, Hope you learned something new. Hope you had fun listening, and we will be back next week.
Yep. Same time, same place. And until then, oh, yeah, Friday, 5 to 6 p.m., just to let you know. <laughs> uh, until then, you can keep listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Hey, 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 hey.